Welcome to Loving the Christ Life. I'm Brad Wilson. Welcome. Glad to have you with us again today. It's a pleasure and an honor to be here. In Paul's writings, Paul mentions 146 times in Christ, talks about in Christ, the in Christ message. Pretty amazing, isn't it? Well, Warren Litzman, he knew exactly what that meant as he got into Paul's words and studied and studied over the years and was now able to bring those words to you in a way that you can understand. And through our archived messages of Warren, we are so excited to be able to bring you these podcasts each week to learn more about the In Christ message. Let's get to today's message. Here's Warren. Greetings, dear friends. It's time once again for the revelation of Jesus Christ to be brought to humanity. That doesn't mean just on this program, but it means worldwide. For long time, ages, over 200 years of publishing Bibles, going back even 400 years, they never put the right lines together. It is the revelation of Jesus Christ that we're living in today. What is the revelation? The revelation is God speaking to us about his plan. Man can't find that. Greek can't place that right. Study cannot make that strong. What happens is until people have a revelation of Jesus Christ, there's no way they can know what is going on. Marvelous thing happened when we went into a new program of God with the apostle Paul, the great thing that happened was that now then God would not use any other language, any other truth, any other scripture than that which applied to what Paul's message would be. Scripture says that so. That Paul, in writing his epistles, took nothing from the Old Testament. I have two or three books written uh, feverishly, I should say, stupidly maybe, from great writers who try to prove that Paul used the Old Testament for his points. He may have used some of the language because his whole life up to that time as a rabbi had been in the study of the Old Testament. But he has no perfect scriptures quoted. He may have a line or a word or two which denotes what it is he's explaining or talking about but he takes nothing out of the Old Testament. It comes to him by revelation. What is revelation? Revelation is something that God gives to hungry hearts. In the case of the Apostle Paul, revelation is what was needed for the new gospel that was to come about. The new gospel would be a gospel based on the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. The new gospel would be a gospel based on the cross of Jesus Christ. It would not take anything from any other part of the scriptures or any other part of the word. It would be God's word anew. It would be God speaking to humanity in a new and a quickening way. And so listening to what God has to say really comes by spirit. It comes by spirit. We're studying in 1 Corinthians and we're in the uh, second chapter of First Corinthians, and I'm, I'm going to I'm going to read beginning at verse twelve. 
It says, now we have received not the spirit of the world. We have received not the spirit of the world. That means God by spirit is writing a new message. It's a message of grace. It's a message based on the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus. It's a message on the cross. Those are the components that put together the new and thrilling gospel that's going to bring people into the Father's house. That cannot be seen and cannot be known until people have a revelation of Jesus Christ as our life. That's what it takes because God's not interested now in any people who disregard Jesus. He saw enough of that at the cross. He's not interested in people who think they know all about it already. He'll pass them by. He's not interested in somebody's new Bible or new book or new kind of religion. He's got it all written perfectly in Paul's epistles, and if we study them, we'll come to know them as the place where we come to the understanding of what God is finally doing. Finally is the word, because that's the final gospel that he'll be talking about, and that's the gospel that brings new converts into the Father's house. No other gospel to go. You study the Old Testament and say, we love God. But that's not the gospel. You can even study Jesus of Nazareth as he healed the sick and cast out devils by his immaculate power. But that's not the gospel. Those are things that happen that we refer to because we don't know when the gospel began. The true gospel really only began with the Apostle Paul because he's a man that God went to great ends to raise up to carry out his plan. Carrying out God's plan is where humanity is right now. Christians are to be carrying out God's plan. We have the book written of the plan of God, of the things that God wants us to do. They're basically in Paul's epistles. And as you get in Paul's epistles and study them, there will come this light, this light that makes you to know and to understand the things that God is doing. This scripture I'm reading to you right now has the word no as the first word in the scripture. No, or now, the word now it is. Now, we have received the spirit of the world. No. In the now, right now, when you read your Bible and include anything of the spirit of the world, you're out of bounds. He says, now we have received not the spirit of the world, but the spirit which is of God. So what has God done? He has given us a new message, a new spirit, and he expects us to study the word till we see that. Quit crossing up with all other scriptures. No commingling. This is what most people have been raised on in Christianity, a commingling scriptures, a series of commingling scriptures. And the end of it is they don't know for sure. They read it. I run into people all the time. And they say, well, I believe Jesus lives in me, but I'm really not for sure. Well, if they studied the scriptures, they'd know that. I have people that say to me, I think God's blessing everybody else but me. And I retort back and say, have you been saved? Are you born again? Oh, I believe I am. 
Well, I said, then feast on that. Come to know what it means to be born again. That's a new birthing. And the new birthing requires a new gospel because God's dealing with the people now, not on the basis of what they do or don't do, not on the basis of whether they can or cannot. He deals with them now on the single basis that Christ lives in them. Live him. Live him. Live Christ. Be a Christian. That's what a Christian is. Sad to say, it's hard to find it in church buildings. But there are many people who are coming to that knowledge today because it is so important, it's so adaptive to the way we are. Human beings were based in God's plan with an understanding first and foremost that Christ is the life of the believer. Can you understand that? We'll be back to Warren in just a moment. We hope you're enjoying today's message. And let me invite you to listen more than one time to this message today and every one of our podcasts, because each time you're going to hear something different. Don't forget to tell your friends, your family about these In Christ Message podcasts every week. Wherever podcasts are heard, you can hear these podcasts. We put up a new one every week. You can also just download them from our website at the Christ Life Fellowship. The website is christ-life.org. Christ-life.org. Be sure and do that and help us spread this word. Warren's goal was until the whole world knows this message, and that's what we're trying to do. Let's get back now to Warren. The believer is not to keep the old life he is born with. Now, when he's saved, he receives a new life. What is the new life? Him made better? No. The sinner made sinless? Yes, he did, but that's not what he is. What he is is a new person in Christ Jesus, in the Savior, in Christ. We're not looking for him anymore. He lives in us. That's why I refer to the 146 times that the scripture of Paul says in Christ, in him, in whom. What is he trying to settle? What is the big thing he's trying to make known? It's simple. When a person gets saved, God takes an old life out and puts a new life in it. The new life in them is not their old life cleansed or washed and scrubbed and made better. No, sir. The new life is Christ. And that doesn't mean that they still don't have great needs. They have a great soulish need because Christ is joined to their spirit. But they, they need to think about their soul. There is a thing I call soul salvation. But it's never complete. It's where God is constantly dealing with us and working with us, and taking away this thing that hinders Christ from being our all. Takes away that thing over there that hinders us from being Christ as all. You see, that's, the, that's what Christianity is. You're saved in the spirit. It's a spiritual thing. God allowed Jesus to give his spirit to us as our life. Now, if any man have not that spirit, he's none of Christ. We might as well get the Bible words fit where they belong. They belong in each of our lives, in each way we live. And the first word of that line is, now, right now, 
we have received. I can give you a list in the scriptures of over a hundred things a believer receives when he accepts Jesus as his Savior. There are at least 31 categories of these things which should be studied and known. You should know who you are. Most Christians don't really know who they are. I talk to them all the time. They're quick to tell me I'm a Baptist. I'm a Pentecostal. I'm this, I'm that. Because they don't know any differently. They are what somebody else says they are. They're what somebody else teaches them to be. Maybe that teacher uses the scriptures. Most of the time, they're not pure scriptures. They're mixed up scriptures. They're commingled scriptures. And so people sitting in church buildings never come to the knowledge of who they are in Christ. But there's another group of people. These are the people that are placed in Christ by baptism. Not water baptism, but spirit baptism. Have you been baptized into Christ? Are you in Christ? Have you been baptized into Christ? That's the real question. And when that happens, then revelation is what feeds that believer that's in Christ's body. In Christ's body. The body of saints that gather together to be Christian are in Christ's body. That's what this word now is opening up to me. You see, we got all kinds of people. I talked to a lady here the other day. And she told me, she said, in my church, we put every new believer through a course of study. And said it takes about six weeks for them to get that. And I marveled at what she said. I didn't really correct her, but I said, oh, if we just go to the Word of God, we would know exactly what we're to do. And that'll take a lifetime. That'll take a lifetime. But you see, preachers are very intent on having things that fit what they believe to have have a certain belief in certain places in the scripture that they got to make clear to somebody else. It would have been better had they allowed Christ to become the life of the new convert because that's what the scripture teaches. But instead they mess around and they get hold of somebody's book that says that's, that's not a reality. Christ is not really in us. Uh, the little verse of scripture that says he that is joined to the Lord is one spirit. Uh, you never find hardly anybody talking about that when they write a book or a, a correct the Bible in what ways they think. You see, dear friend, I'm here to take it just like it's stated, and I don't know everything just like it's stated. I have been at it for over 40 years, tying myself to this Paul, because he says at least several times, I can't think of the number right now, but it's eight or ten times he makes a statement, do it like I do it, Follow me as I follow Christ. He lets it be known I have received by revelation a revelation of what God is doing and what God wants in these final moments of time. God has not started a new Old Testament church. He has not started a new Messiah church. Sad to say, so many Christians are so mixed up that they join the Messiah movement and try to be ex-Jews. They try to be like Israel. And the important part of that is they have really stuffed God away, out of sight, all out of the way, to do something that they are impressed by. It won't work, dear friends. The only way it's going to work for you to come to be what God wants you to be 
is very simple. Get in the scripture. Get in Paul's epistles. That's why they're in the Bible. We, we should thank God that they allowed those verses of Paul to be in the scriptures. Because if they weren't there, we would have absolutely no direction of how to please God in his house. In the Father's house. And that's where my message is. I'm not trying to get people just saved to join the church, to be in the program, to give their money. I'm talking to people about being ready to go to the Father's house. That's where you're headed, dear friend. A rapture's going to take you there. And in the meantime, you need to prepare yourself by study of these scriptures. So the word now tells us what grace is. That everything God has to give a lost sinner going to hell when he believes on the Lord Jesus Christ comes to him in the now. You mean he gets all of it in the now? Yes, he gets a new life. He gets Christ as his life. He steps into the area of revelation because that's what God intended. I'll be talking about that on the broadcast. Get others to come and listen to you. Find me wrong. Go to the scriptures and find me wrong. Read Paul's epistles. I don't want anybody else's word because God didn't give revelation knowledge, even to Peter. He didn't give it to the other apostles. He didn't give it to anybody else that wrote. He gave it to the one man he wanted to prepare people who were coming to his house. Got to go. My time is up. God bless you. I'll be right back at the same place later. Bye-bye. Well, another great message from the archives of the Christ Life Fellowship with Warren Litzman. We hope you've enjoyed it. Our thanks to Robbie Litzman, of course, for allowing us to go into the archives each week and bring out these messages. What a blessing that is. Valerie Hill, thank you for doing our Twitter account. Tammy Laycock, thank you for our weekly posts there with the podcast when you download them regarding the day's messages. And Teresa Ferraro, thank you for producing this podcast each week for the Christ Life Fellowship. Be sure now and go to our website, christ-life.org. Look around, learn all about us, learn about the In Christ message, and if you want more of these great messages or some of the books that Warren wrote, well, please go to the bookstore site on our website. Again, christ-life.org. Until next time, I'm Brad Wilson, loving the Christ life.